When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, happy day, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Crossed Up. I'm Anthony Sanfilippo here for our Crossed Up morning after recap of the Phillies, um, who basically had uh, one of their, well, certainly their best offensive game of the season last night, um, a 15 to 3 victory over the Miami Marlins, uh, put up 20 hits on the board three of them were home runs but really um really only one of the home runs was like really impactful into the into the final score um and and what i mean by that is that um you know once once the game was out of hand they got a couple more (laughs) okay so so yeah so that was that was kind of the 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 point um so really only one was kind of when you know the game was still somewhat in the balance let's put it that way um but yeah the phillies uh and it, 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 amazingly you know they were struggling to hit struggling to hit you bring in reigning Cy Young winner Sandy Alcantara for the Marlins who always seems to pitch against the Phillies um whenever they play and yeah, that's the guy that they touch up. As a matter of fact, it's only the fourth time Alcantara's been in the league for for seven years, six years as a starter. His first year was as a reliever. Um, he's two time All Star, reigning Cy Young guy. Like I said, uh, only the fourth time he's allowed at least ten hits in a game. Um, only the second time he was touched for at least nine runs. He gave up nine runs, all earned against the Phillies in this game. Um, they chased him in the in the fifth inning. Um, he had not gotten an out in the fifth, so it was a four-plus uh, start for Alcantara. And you know, oddly enough, the Phillies seem to be the one team that can that can beat Alcantara or hit Alcantara. I mean, it, he, the last eight times they've played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm sorry, ten. The last ten starts that Alcantara's had against the Phillies, he's one and seven. With two no, with two no decisions, um, yeah, their last three times out or four times out against them, they've had at least eight hits, um, twenty runs in those four starts. I mean, he struggles against the Phillies for some reason. I guess maybe you know Rob Thompson was asked about it and he kind of just dismissed it, saying, "Oh, maybe we see him better." But I, there's got to be some kind of secret sauce to the Phillies being able to uh, to hit Alcantara when when everybody else can't. Nevertheless. Um, this is, this was pretty, pretty impressive, uh, by the Phillies offense last, uh, last night, almost everybody in the lineup had multiple hit games. Um, even, even guys who came in afterwards got, uh, drove in a run or two. The only guy in the lineup who didn't get a hit was Cody Clemens. We'll get to him a little bit later, but, um, let's just start at the top. First decision is, uh, Rob Thompson moved Bryson Stott into the leadoff spot. I think you're going to see Bryson Stott at or near the top of the lineup for much of the rest of the season. Um, 
it doesn't surprise me that he's here. This was always kind of where they envisioned him kind of being a top of the order guy. I asked Rob Thompson about it. And, you know, he said that, you know, he always kind of felt that he um, profiled as a leadoff hitter. Um, Stott had two more hits, extended his hitting streak to 10 games to start the season. Uh, he's had, they've, they've, the Phillies only played 10 games. They're four and six. He's had at least two hits in a game, seven times he's only started nine of the ten he did have one game where he didn't start let's not forget so he has seven multi-hit games his 17 hits to start the season okay are the most by a, a, a philly through the first 10 games of a season since chase utley had 20 in 2014 it's pretty good pretty good for a second year player than bryson stott um but he wasn't even like the star of the game I and mean, the star of the game was Alec Bohm, uh, three hits, six RBI, another home run. He's got three already. Um, we're starting to, we were, you know, Bob and I had, had talked about this a couple times now, you know, where we kind of predicted an, an, a bump in power for Bohm, and my prediction was 22 homers, and Bob was on board with that. So, yeah, absolutely, i take 22 out of Alec Bohm. Well, he's got three in 10 games. Um, it's not to say that he's going to stay on this pace, uh, for for the season, um, which would get him close to fifty, <laughs> but but nevertheless, um, yeah, I, Alec Boone is probably going to surpass twenty two as well. I mean, we're starting to see that he can be a middle of the order guy, uh, somewhere in the three four five range, and produce um, when needed. And I would not surprise me if if Alec Boone now pushes thirty home runs maybe even a little bit more than that um this is his this is i i i think we're seeing the breakout of alec bohm um three more hits six rbis great game for him uh also great game for uh, uh well nick castellanos had three hits and three rbi uh a double two singles um he did get tossed from the game uh in his last at bat in the bottom of the seventh he called out on on strikes on a pitch that was absolutely a ball um but it's an automatic you're automatically going to get tossed when you basically draw a line in the dirt where you saw the where you say the 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 strike crossed and while his his bat touching the ground where it was was an accurate depiction of where it crossed you can't do that to an umpire, and of course, um, he went by the boards <laughs> um, on that one. So uh, it was uh, he was he was ejected by uh, John Libka. Just had to check who the home plate umpire was. John Libka was the home plate umpire. Nevertheless, prior to that, uh, Castellanos uh, double, two singles, three RBI, three runs scored. Really great game for him. Um, uh, Trey Turner had three hits, three runs scored, stole base. Um, so, you know, he's back on track after a two game blip where he couldn't, couldn't get a hit. Um, most impressive to me was Kyle Schwarber. Uh, Schwarber, um, had a single, a double, a walk. The walk was key. And I know we don't, you know, everybody says, Anthony, you're always saying walks are important. Well, they are, they really are. Um, the game has made them important even though nobody really says that they want to walk right but walks are important and it's important for a guy like Schwarber who is a patient hitter and takes a lot of pitches to actually earn walks because if he's up there 
taking too many pitches and just striking out, well, then it doesn't make sense to take all those pitches, right? He'd be a little bit more aggressive because he's such a power hitter. So it's important for him to get those walks. But he, So he had a single double walk, scored three runs. He drove in one as well. Um, so that was, a, that was a good game. Brandon Marsh, three more hits, uh, including a homer. So he had two doubles and a home run. Um, his one double and one home run came against a left-handed pitcher. Now, Devin Smelter is not, by any stretch of imagination, a tough lefty. He's kind of a soft-tossing, weird-angle left-handed pitcher who took a beating. I mean, he stayed in the game, took one for the team for the Marlins. He pitched four innings, uh, gave up ten hits himself in relief, um, six runs, five earned. Um, even though there were no errors, that was a wild pitch that that one scored on, so I guess that's an unearned run. Or pass ball, rather, not a not a wild pitch. Um, so he gave up two home runs, uh, but the 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 one to to Marsh uh, was a three two pitch, and and Smelter's a lefty. So to, so to get a double on a homer off a lefty when there's been a little bit of question lately whether Marsh will actually hit lefties, that's a, to me was a positive sign uh, that came out of this game late after it was you know all said and done. We knew the game was over at that point. It was nine nothing. Um, when Smeltzer came in, um, but Marsh really has a nice game with, you know, he's another three-hit game, three-RBI guy. Jake Cave um, had his first good game since spring training. Uh, he had two hits. Uh, he had, The first one was a no-doubt-about-it home run off of Alcantara. That's the thing that, that lit, the, lit the fuse. There was no score at the time in the bottom of the third, and Cave leads off with a solo shot to right field. Um and that kind of that kind of jump started the offense at that point, uh, and later against Schmelzer again left on left, uh, Cave hit one to deep right center. It's about five feet short of matching his first home uh, matching a home run, um, and, and getting over the wall. But it it hit off hit off the wall, so it ends up being a double. Uh, so two hits for Cave, um, one run scored an RBI. That's a nice game for him. Um, so yeah, the lineup just did really well. Christian Pache had the other RBI, came in as a uh, defensive replacement for Schwarber um, uh, in the seventh inning and got one at bat, uh, and it was an RBI single to left field. So even Christian Pache got in on the uh, on the action. Garrett Stubbs was the starting catcher. JT Real Muto getting the night off. Uh, Stubbs did have a hit and a walk, um, but he his first at bat. He struck out um, on a drop third strike and then took off down the first baseline uh, and came up a little lame, uh, grabbed at the back of his uh, hammy. Um, wasn't Obviously wasn't a serious injury because he stayed in the game and caught the remainder of the game, uh, never came out. Um, but Rob Thompson did say he told him uh, to not run. <laughs> um, whatever he did, like just kind of jogged on the first baseline at that point. Um so yeah, so he he didn't push it. He did score a run. He did get when he the in the seventh when he got that he got that hit. Uh, he went to second on a single by Stott, um, and then he he moved up on a uh, I think they, there was a wild pitch there, um, and uh, oh no, the pass that was the pass ball. That that's the pass ball, um, and then he scored on Pache's single. So um, so yeah, so it was. Uh, uh, so it was an easy around the bases um, for for Stubbs. Not like he had to run hard, um, but nevertheless, it's probably worth keeping an eye on to see if that uh, grows into anything more. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so the whole lineup was was sensational, except for Cody Clemens, who flew out, lined out, grounded out, flew out, struck out. Um, and really, only that line out in the fourth inning, he smoked that ball. But the first baseman um, made a really nice catch on that play. Um, it was Yuli Gurriel uh, who made that catch. Um, really nice catch on the play. Other than that, Cody Clemens, I'm just not seeing it, man. Um, I, I don't see how this is a guy who's going to be a regular in this lineup. Yeah, you can hide his hide him in the eight hole in a game where you're winning fifteen to three and nobody thinks about it. But you know, as games get closer and games get tighter, you're going to end up having to pinch hit for him because you don't you don't trust him in a key spot. And and I, you know, I'm I'm not sure that there's an average there like a, of any kind. I think that he does, you know get into a couple balls where he can be a home run because he's got a little bit of power, a little bit of pop, but I don't think it's going to be consistent enough. I think that that's going to be something that the Phillies are going to either have to go more Edmundo Sosa, um, playing at Sosa at third and Bohm at first on a more regular basis and just have Clemens be a bench guy, or they're going to have to think of another alternative to uh, having a first baseman against right-handed pitching because I don't think that's going to last with Cody Clemens. Um, On the mound, Matt Strom. Matt Strom. Who had Matt Strom for 10 scoreless innings to start his season? Um, Nine of them as a starter. Um, He did have the one inning of relief in the opener. Uh, Then he had a four-inning. He pitched four innings of shutout ball against the Yankees and then five innings of uh, shutout ball against the Marlins. Um, could have probably gone longer, but there was a couple of long innings in there for the Phillies um, in the fifth, uh, the third and the fifth, and so they were like, you know what, let's let's get him out. We're up 9 nothing. There's no reason to really push him. He could have probably thrown another 25 pitches. Um, so really, really solid effort from Strom. Um, he had not made consecutive starts since 2019. Um and it's only the second time in his career that he's had consecutive scoreless starts, which goes back to 2018. But in those, he was more of an opener, right? I mean, he was only throwing three innings and two and two thirds in those innings. Um, so he has he's been pretty solid. Um, you know, the starting pitching, in, in all honesty, even though we com- we are concerned about it, and there's reasons to still be a little bit concerned about it, because how long can you go in this season without Ranger Suarez and and you know with Matt Strom in the rotation and Bailey Falter, you know, with being a regular, uh, is your number three right now? Um, I, I don't know the answers to those, but Nola had a, a a bounce, real nice start and a bounce back against the Yankees. He goes tonight against the Marlins. Um, Wheeler's Wheeler. He's going to come on. He always starts slow. Um, but he's a guy that I'm not worried about a little bit. Um, and then Falter's been pretty good, and, and Strom's been great. Only Taiwan Walker's the only one who's not been um, consistent for the Phillies so far. But you know you can't complain too much out of what you're getting out of your starters right now. You take those first starts from from Nolan and Wheeler aside uh, against Texas on opening day in the second game. Um, since then. Starting pitching has been mostly good. I'd say only the one start by Walker against Cincinnati wasn't great. But other than that, since since the second game, uh, the last eight games, Phillies have got good starts when they're starting pitching. Um, wasn't anything really to talk about bullpen-wise other than McKinley Moore made his major league debut. Uh, it's probably one he's going to want to forget. Um, he did have did allow a hit uh, and three runs. Um, 
they listed him. I'm going to look this up here real quick because I'm looking at the final sheet. And they listed him for just two walks in an inning and a third. Yet I think he had three walks. And he did. He let the first batter he faced, he walked, um, was erased by a double play. And then in the next inning, he had two walks. Uh, so he walked Arias, Segura, and Stallings. And yet they have him listed for just two walks when, in fact, he had three. Um, so that's a that's a mistake on the official score sheet that came that the Phillies handed out. That's, that's going to be uh, corrected, I would assume. Um, so that, other than noting that he made his Major League debut, uh, nothing exciting there. Andrew Vasquez closed it out, two and two-thirds scoreless innings. Um, again, he's kind of done his job when called upon so far uh, to just kind of be an innings eater, kind of fit, you know, get, 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 get the games over with. But he's actually pitched pretty well uh, in his outings. So good stuff for, for Andrew Vasquez. So the Phillies back at it tonight uh, against the Marlins again. It's going to be an interesting one tonight. Uh, Aaron Nola on the hill for the Phils. Uh, Jesus Lazardo on the hill for the for the Marlins, and he's been really good um, in his first couple of starts so far. A uh, little bit of a tough pitcher there. Um, be interesting to see if Stott remains at the top of the lineup because Lazardo is a tough lefty. Um, I think they might give it a shot. I, I really do. I I think that there was a there was a no in their mindset. Uh, they were gonna. This was just gonna be. Uh, uh, something they were going to try against right-handers, but after as well as they hit Alcantara, and I know Alcantara's right-handed, uh, as well as they hit him, as, as you know, got a little bit of momentum with that lineup last night. Do you really want to make many changes? And that's the thing. Like that's a that's a baseball thing. Like all of a sudden you get into a you know you see that that lineup had a little bit of a groove. Do we want to touch that? Um, obviously, you know, you're probably not going to you're going to get Real Muto back in the lineup. You, um, and you're you're probably going to start Sosa. Uh, there's a chance you start Josh Harrison tonight. Um, so you get those righties in the lineup, and the question is how does it how does it work out? Um, Thompson said he was going to think about it. You know, originally before the game, he was like, "Yeah, probably not going to be the same lineup tomorrow or the same setup with Stott at the top." That was pregame, and then after the game, he said, "Yeah, we're going to talk about it." So there's a, there's a little bit of thought that they might keep Stott there in that leadoff spot. Uh, and see how it plays out against Lizardo tonight. So uh, I'll be back down at the ballpark tonight for Phillies Marlins. Um, and uh, I'll be back tomorrow with the uh, morning after. Uh, Bob Wankel will f- follow that um, uh, with uh, Wednesday. Um, so uh, you could, you'll could you be able to get uh, the updates from us there. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Um, at up Phillies, that's the crossed up podcasts, uh, actual Twitter handle at up Phillies. I'm at Ant San Philly, Bob's at Bob Wankel CB. You can subscribe, uh, anywhere you listen to um, your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. As you can see it on the scroll on the bottom of the screen, if you're watching here on YouTube, uh, the Crossing Broad YouTube channel. So, um, you can watch us here, uh, or listen in the, in the feed on your, uh, wherever you get your podcasts and uh we'll be back tomorrow like i said with an update where the four and six fills look to get to five and six get a little bit closer in the national league east uh as they try and climb their way and the good news is there is that the braves and the mets have not gotten off to the fast start 
that that uh, they did last year, or the Mets did at least last year. Um, and uh, so the Phillies have, are, are not too far behind with their slower start, uh, but they can get one game closer to that 500 mark uh, with a win tonight. So for Bob, uh, I'm Anthony Sanfilippo. Um, thanks for tuning in, and we will chat with you again tomorrow.